Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. This podcast features Dan Esty, Hill House Professor of Environmental Law and Policy at Yale Law School and the Yale School of Forestry and Environmental Studies. Professor Esty discusses the history and study of environmental law at Yale Law School. Professor Esty is interviewed by Caitlin Thomas, Assistant Director of Public Affairs at Yale Law School. Can you talk a little bit about the history of environmental law and put it in context for us as far as this next generation of environmental law? Modern environmental law was invented uh, in many ways by people at Yale. And uh, in the early 1970s, uh, we had a a crew of folks here who uh, sat in the law school dining hall thinking that the environmental situation across our country was deteriorating and they were convinced that something needed to be done. And uh, Gus Speth, who is now the dean of the School of Forestry and Environmental Studies, and some classmates decided to write a proposal to the Ford Foundation for money to launch a new environmental advocacy group that became the Natural Resources Defense Council. And they were following quite conspicuously the civil rights model, where their vision was to uh, get a, a number of big statutes, sort of framework statutes, adopted for air and water and waste, and then to bring test cases with their advocacy group to flesh out the details of the law. And that's very much what they did. Uh, They launched this group and uh, were very successful in in using law as a tool for change. And I think if you look across the environmental world, a huge number of uh, the leadership positions are occupied by Yale graduates. Um, Francis Beinecke now runs Natural Resources Defense Council. Fred Krupp is a Yale graduate at the Environmental Defense Fund. And really, the list goes on and on. And I think what is exciting from my point of view is that over the last uh, number of years, sort of the next generation of environmental law is being uh, invented or reinvented here at Yale. Um, My work at the Business Environment Interface, I think, has helped people uh, develop a new understanding of what the best path forward is. The importance of innovation has really come out of work that's being done at Yale. The importance of being more data-driven and empirical, of understanding what works in terms of environmental effort and doing more of it, and and frankly understanding what doesn't work and taking money out, uh, redeploying resources when they're not producing good results. Uh, And that's the kind of work that my Center for Environmental Law and Policy has been doing with our work on environmental metrics and the environmental performance index that we've developed that now ranks 149 countries on 25 different dimensions of their pollution control and natural resource management challenges. So I think there is a a great deal that Yale has done in the past and is doing now. And perhaps the most exciting thing from my point of view is the investments being made in the next generation of thinking. Uh, We've brought in two new professors who are going to be great contributors in this space, in, in Doug Kaiser, who's now come to Yale from Cornell, and Tom Merrill, who's come from Columbia. Both of them are real leaders in uh, various aspects of uh, the environmental law and policy arena. Uh, We have Carol Rose, who continues to be one of the great thinkers about environment and property. Uh, And we've got others like Dan Kahan, who's done a lot of work on understanding risk and understanding how people manage risk in their lives and think about risk. And um, we've got Don Elliott, who continues to teach courses and is one of the people who's done the most to help uh, think through the way that economic incentives should play into the legal structure, Uh, working in the past with Bruce Ackerman and uh, others, uh, but now doing a lot of work on his own in that regard. 
And of course, we've got some inspirational figures like Bruce Ackerman, who've been at the heart of this battle for a new pro- approach to environmental protection for three decades. Uh, Susan Rose Ackerman, who's uh, thought through what kind of regulatory structures work and what doesn't work, uh, done a lot of comparative analysis between the United States and Europe. And uh, we also have people who I think are contributing to the broader backdrop that environmental law sits in, and that's administrative law. Of uh, Kerry Mashaw is, is, is the true leader of the field in many regards. And uh, many of us, including me, studied with him. And I think my own approach to the environmental arena is dramatically shaped by Mashaw's broad gauge vision of how administrative law could work, uh, does work, and frankly should work in the future. Uh, so we've got people like uh, Peter Schuck, uh, and, um, you know, who's done a lot to really give us fresh thinking about administrative law. And, um, you know, beyond that, I think we've got others who spend some of their time in that arena. What is unique about the study of environmental law at Yale Law School? Yale has some great strengths when it comes to studying environmental law, most notably the presence of the leading environment school in the country right across the campus. So for someone who comes to Yale with an interest in the environmental arena, there are courses within the law school, but then a wide array of courses across the campus to enrich the experience. So the School of Forestry and Environmental Studies uh, provides uh, hundreds of courses that are uh, available at the high levels of generality and, and at any level of detail that someone would want. We also have a School of Epidemiology and Public Health that brings to bear a thinking from a public health point of view about the environment. We've got an international and area studies program that's helping people think through the global dimension of environmental challenges. We've got a divinity school that's done some work on uh, ethics and the environment. So people who want to explore the moral underpinnings for a commitment to environmental protection. And and I'm one who believes very fundamentally that spirituality has a significant role to play in getting people geared up to address environmental challenges. And we've got an economics department that's got some fabulous people, uh, as well as the School of Management who has, who have, uh, there, where there are a number of people that are working on issues at the interface between business and environment or economics and the environment, all of which is sort of fundamental to good policy. So I think Yale campus-wide has an unmatched set of resources devoted to the environmental arena and uh, provides a, a vast base on which someone who comes to Yale with a focus on environmental law can build. Can you talk a little bit about your work in Yale Law School's Environmental Protection Clinic and what students do there? I think one of the other things that um, Yale has as a great strength is a commitment not only to law but to policy, uh, not only to theory but practice. And in that regard, we've got an extraordinary environmental protection clinic that is a joint venture of the law school and the environment school that brings students from the two schools together to work on real-world projects. Uh, It's led by Dale Brick, who's an attorney with the Natural Resources Defense Council in New York. And she, each semester, finds uh, real-world clients, three or four or five each semester, uh, that the students can work with. And this gives them hands-on experience with uh, actual problems, actual cases. Uh, And of course, she does some things that are litigation-related, but other things that go beyond that. A lot of work in the administrative uh, law realm, helping with hearings or challenges to uh, uh, regulations and I think provides our students with both practical experience and a clear picture of the full spectrum of tools available to an environmental lawyer or an environmental advocate. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss? Well, the, the other thing that um, you know we didn't talk about, but I, I would include, is, um, well, two other things. One is 
the significant efforts to help green the campus. So I think mm -hmm, one of the things yeah. that Yale um, has really got a leadership position on now is becoming a sustainable campus. And Rick Levin has stepped up to this in a very big way. Deserves a lot of credit, especially for an economist who come you know comes at it somewhat skeptical at the outset. Mm -hmm. But Yale has very ambitious greenhouse gas emissions reduction targets. Has made some substantial investments, tens of millions of dollars in really moving towards sustainability, bringing down our own emissions. And I think it's been a, a, a very interesting agenda engaging people across the campus. And we have a sustainability director, Julie Newman, who you should interview. I mean, she's not law school related, but the fact that we've got a campus that is so broadly engaged on this is an added attraction. And the other thing I would say is that I think um, the students have really um, been motivated by this agenda and you've got a, a Yale Environmental Law Association that's very active and really the whole community. I, I was just awed by the interest of our staff in the speech that I gave this summer to the staff and I you know I think I may have mentioned to you I had a dozen people, a dozen you know secretaries and other staff people who came up over the course of the week or two after that or sent me an email and said gee I'm so excited about this I'm proud to be part of a place that's paying attention so I think this environment agenda is uh, uh, interesting and useful because it does engage so many different people from so many different places so it's not just an agenda for the specialists I mean it, it's very hard to be involved in constitutional law if you're not a constitutional lawyer but everybody can be involved in the struggle to make our society more um, environmentally sound this podcast featuring Professor Dan Esty was produced on October 9, 2008 at the Yale Law School.